Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Mouth Sword Ministries. I'm your host, Timothy Aaron, and I'm joined with Rhonda Kay. And we're going to talk about part two, the people of God. Part two, the people of God. <clears throat> Before we get started, we're going to open up in prayer. Dearly Father, we thank you for another day of your mercy and grace. Uh, we thank you for providing for us everything that we need to make it through every day. Uh, we just ask that you continue to speak to your people, to lead your people, to uh, understand that your people are struggling right now. They they want to hear from you. They want to see you. They want to know that you got their back because we are in perilous times, Lord. So we just ask that you show up in a special way for your people. These things we ask in the mighty, wonderful, precious name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Okay. Uh, people of God, part two. Last time we talked about uh, Israel uh, and the Palestinians and a lot of people today tend to believe that Israel is still favored by God. Israel is still the people of God. <clears throat> and I don't think um, that's accurate, personally. Um, I just want to point out a few things that Jesus had to say again. Uh, probably go over some of the same stuff I said last time, but this time I'm going to start out in John chapter 1. And I think this was... Uh, you know, a very powerful uh, passage of scripture showing you a transition in uh, the world uh, from this point forward that people don't tend to seem to want to understand. And uh, <clears throat> but this is just how powerful and how significant uh, Jesus meant to the world. You know, so let's go to John chapter one <clears throat> and uh, it reads. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him and without him was not anything made that was made. Verse four. In him was life and the life was the light of men and the light shineth in darkness and the darkness comprehended it not. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. The same came for a witness to bear witness of the light that all men through him might believe. He was not that light, but was sent to bear witness of that light. Verse nine. That was the true light, which lighteth every man that cometh into the world. He was in the world and the world was made by him. And the world knew him not. Verse 11. He came unto his own. And his own received him not. Talking about the Jews. Verse 12. But as many as received him to them. Gave he power to become the sons of God. Even to them that believe on his name. Okay, I'm going to stop right there. You know, verse 12 to me is a transitional scripture in all the Bible in, all, in the world when Jesus came on the scene you know it was a very very powerful moment in time and what this passage of scripture is letting us know is that uh, to become the sons of God to become the people of God you have to receive Jesus it's just that simple uh Let's go to the verse 
verse 13. Okay, verse 13, it says, I'm going to back up and read 12 again. It says, but as many as received him to them gave he power to become the sons of God or the people of God, even to them that believe on his name. Verse 13, which were born, watch this, not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh. He's talking about being born a Jew is not uh, significant anymore as far as becoming the people of God. It, it, it was in the Old Testament. In the Old Testament, if you were born a Jew, you was a son of Abraham, you was the, the people of God. But he's letting you know right here, it's not about that anymore. So that's what that verse is Yeah, saying. verse 13, mm-hmm. which were born not of blood. You see, it's not mm-hmm. about blood, blood kinship, uh, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. Okay. Now, uh, we talked about uh, Matthew chapter 12 last week. You know, Jesus was kind of dismissing the Sabbath. You know, a lot of people don't understand that today. But Jesus was replacing the Sabbath with himself. You know, he said, come unto me, all ye that labor in a heavy laden, and I will give you rest. See, it's not about Saturday anymore. Mm-hmm. And uh, people don't follow that transition. You got people still today thinking you got to keep the Sabbath. No, the Sabbath is kept if you accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. It's plain and simple. But, so the Sabbath is Saturday. Now. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And people still are trying to not work on Saturday. and try, You know, it's not even mm-hmm. about that anymore, you know. But Jesus was dismissing the Sabbath in um, Matthew chapter 12. And... Um, <clears throat> And apparently his family didn't agree with him, his mother and his brother. And while he was teaching the people at the very end, his mother and brother was trying to talk some sense into him, trying to get him out of there to talk some sense. And uh, somebody said to Jesus, your, your mother and your brethren are, are trying to speak with you. And Jesus turned to the crowd and said, who are my family? He says, my family are them that do the will of my father. Mm-hmm. And he's letting you know right there uh, <laughs> The only way you could be his family is to do the will of his father. And what's the will of the father? The will of the father was, this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. Hear him. Mm -hmm. See, it's back to receiving Jesus, hearing Jesus. It it comes back to that point. Mm -hmm. So you can no longer become a a person of God just by who you born, what line of blood you was born in. You are a person of God by receiving and believing and hearing Jesus Christ. You know, plain and simple. So, right quick, I, I believe, like, people talk about a lot of times Ezekiel chapter 37. You know, I believe that's just talking about the rapture, mm-hmm. you know, where it talks about uh, uh, these dry bones coming back up, back to life again. I believe that's just talking about the rapture, you know, the great rapture is going to happen in that First um, Thessalonians chapter 4, verses 15 and 16 talk about, you know. So, I just think people don't understand the transition that took place. And uh, the Old Testament prophecies that says that talks about Israel and end times and Zion and end times and Jerusalem and end times. It's really just talking about the people of God and the people of God in the end times are the people who believe in Jesus Christ, which is the church. So if you able to put the church in the place of Israel, then you're able to see it's not just talking about Israel today. It's talking about the church. Right. You know, the Antichrist is going to come against the church, mm-hmm. you know, so. I just wanted to talk about that again because um, you see a lot of preachers on TV still wanting to make it about Jerusalem and Israel, right. and I think they missed it. I think it got past them. Um, Jesus cried over Jerusalem for a reason because they had rejected him. 
They didn't receive him and they continue to reject him and to receive and, and to reject him and not to receive him. And so Jesus cried over them, you know, because he knew they were going to miss it and they were going to get it wrong. And that's why you see things happening against people who are unbelievers like Israel today, you know, like uh, what happened in the Holocaust. You know, God wouldn't allow that to happen to his people. Right. Six million Jews to be slaughtered mm-hmm. if, though, if they were still considered his people. So people got to understand. It's kind of like uh, what Jesus talked about. He said, unless you repent, you know, bad things can happen to you. You know, unless you accept my name, you know, you, you don't have to be the chiefest of sinners. You know, bad things will happen to you. So that's why it's a, it's a, a, a high level of safety when you believe in Jesus. I got a question. Mm-hmm. Okay, we believe in Jesus, and sometimes things happen. You're right. So, like, how is it that, I mean, even though we know that we're covered and mm. all that, too, right. but God still allowed things to happen to us. Is that to get our attention? or Could like, be. I mean, it could be a number of things, but I, I, I put it like this, like I told some, some people one time before. You know, when... <clears throat> When you see catastrophes happen in the world, especially in those countries who don't receive Jesus, like Muslim countries or Hindu countries, and when they have like a natural disaster, man, it wipes out hundreds and thousands of people, yeah. you know. But you take you take countries that have a, a strong Christian population, like America, like maybe Canada, maybe like uh, uh, France and in England, when you when you have strong Christian populations and when a natural disaster happens, you know, it, it's really a lot less than it is when it comes to like these countries that don't believe in Jesus. So there is a obvious level of protection when it comes to Jesus people. Now Jesus will allow things to happen to his right. people at times. And you know, and we have to search ourselves, make sure we ain't doing nothing wrong and you know, all that kind of thing. But for the most part, he sends his angels to watch over his people. You know, in that scripture. So, but I just wanted to, you know, point out that, you know, there's no way the Holocaust happened if those were still God's people. Mm-hmm. No way. You know, God will protect His people. He will. He will have a hand of protection over His people. So, I just wanted to point that out. That, you know, whether you're a Jew or whether you're not a Jew, if you don't believe in Jesus, you're not God's people. Right. You know, and 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 you're going to have to accept Him. And um, so, but um. Because he can't protect you. Right. I mean, you're not covered yeah. in the blood. Right. You know, you're not covered in the, his blood of Jesus mm-hmm. and you, you know, you out there, you know, and that's why people need to, you know, really reconsider where they are if they don't believe in Jesus because, you know, Jesus is the best thing going by far, you know, and, you know, he's a mind regulator. He protects our mind. You know, the mental illness is another problem out there. People, yeah. people struggle every day just to keep it together. You know, church, uh, saints included, you know, because, you know, the devil's out there trying to deceive us and trying to pull us away from the blood of Jesus, trying to pull us out from under his protection. But we got to hold it together and make sure we stay under his mighty hand. You know, mm-hmm. But there's so many people that that don't believe in God, that mm-hmm. don't believe. There's so many people that don't believe. Right. Anymore. Right. They're just like lost. They just like gave up. Yeah. And uh, I, I think. It's just the times we're living in, you know, the Bible says in the last days there'd be perilous times. And, you know, people, I don't know if it's uh, just the technology that we are living in today. It seems like more people are look to science and technology for security and for the peace. And 
And that's not God. I mean, God has established all of that, but we got to not put our trust in man. Right. And in science, but we got to make sure we put our trust in God. Right. You know, and every day wake up, thank God for provision, protection and his mercy and, and, and make sure we keep it uh, 100 with him, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, um, but I, I just hear so many, many preachers today. They, they, they want to make it like it's still about Israel and they right. just don't get it. You know, uh, though Israel to me. Is no more God's people than anybody else. No more God's people than Russians, Africans, Europeans. You know, it, it, it don't matter. If you don't receive Jesus, if you don't believe in Jesus, you are not a son of God. Right. Child of God, you know. <laughs> okay. Uh, if you if you have any questions or comments about this, we would love to hear from you. Uh, <laughs> this is a, we call this a controversial ministry. We try to talk about everything and we try to talk about all things and um, not to try to make anybody angry, but is this is this a, a quest for the truth? You know, so um, if you want to uh, contact us, you can reach us at mouthswordministries at gmail.com. That's mouthswordministries at gmail.com. And uh, we would love to take your questions or comment, and we will try to reply to it on the air. Okay, with that being said, we're going to close for the day. Um, got anything else? No, uh, I don't. Okay. We're going to close in prayer. Dearly, Father, we thank you for another day you've given us life, health, and strength, food, clothing, shelter, mercy, and grace. You know, we want to thank you for our houses, for our cars, for all the provisions you have given us. And we want to say a special prayer for the homeless people, for the people out there who don't have a place to call home. The, the homeless population is growing every day. And it's sad because homeless people a lot of times begin to lose their mind. You know, talking to themselves and, you know, just <clears throat> losing their mind. And so we just ask that you raise up people, dear Heavenly Father, to address that issue, to help homeless people, people who don't have no place to go, people who are about to be homeless. I just saw a young girl on the street the other day. She looked like she was around 13 years old with backpacks on and just standing there like she didn't have no place to go. And it just breaks my heart that people are going through that. We just ask you raise up people, Lord, to answer that question and answer that issue with power in Jesus' name. We thank you and praise you for who you are, what you've done, and what you're going to do. These things we thank you and praise you for in the mighty name of Jesus. We give you praise always and forever. Blessed, blessed, blessed be the name of the Lord. Amen. Amen.